0: The, one of the biggest things I remember about the internet as a kid was using this crazy program called WinMX. And using it was just this weird experience where I felt like I was going down this deep, dark, black hole because the entire interface was literally black. And I used it to download music like I vividly remember downloading lots of Ludacris. Phone blast, cop just sure. Sir so Mix-A-Lot's Baby Got Back. Give me
1: a sister, Mm, yes.
0: This is a very specific era in my life.
1: <laughs> you don't say. I
0: remember spending hours on I'm just searching for songs and downloading them and creating mixtapes. What's really funny to me about that time was, A, it totally felt lawless. I never even thought about legal repercussions at the time. This was when I was in fifth grade or so. And even though it felt lawless, you often ended up with songs that were not what you were looking for. So... I would download crazy remixes that I thought was actually the song I was looking for. I would end up with like the Spanish version. You could ne- you never knew what you were downloading. Whereas Spotify nowadays, obviously you're getting the song you want. And now when I go home, I find these old CDs that I used to make and it's funny because it's kind of the remnants of that era. These old crazy remixes that never existed and probably still don't exist on the internet now. <laughs>
1: Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I am your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant. Today, I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Carmen, tech reporter at TheVerge.com. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: You know what? I'm doing pretty well because I took a two week vacation, which I have not done in four years. I went to Japan, but meanwhile, new episodes kept appearing and iTunes, like (laughs) deceitful tricks against the people I love known as this audience. (laughs) Um, Today we're talking about torrenting. So I'll just say, up top, I'm not a legal expert, and you're not a legal expert.
0: I am no legal expert.
1: And we take no responsibility (laughs) for anything pertaining to the legality of what we're about to say. We do not endorse uh, any illegal activity. Now, the first question... (laughs) Uh, what is, at a very top level, torrenting?
0: So, at even a broader level, there's this thing called peer-to-peer sharing, and what that is is just kind of the idea that you are getting files, likely music, likely movies, bigger files, let's say, from your peers, a.k.a. other people on the internet, and torrenting is a way, a certain way, to do peer-to-peer sharing.
1: Okay, so, I mean, I know... I grew up a little bit before you. I'm familiar with Napster, right. which might have been ahead of your time. No, okay, thank God. Oh, I just <laughs> let out well, such a sigh of relief. I
0: had Napster actually, but I had it when they kind of became the legal Napster.
1: Oh, damn it!
0: <laughs> <laughs> they shut down in two thousand one.
1: Okay, well, I'm I, I'm sure you understand the not as legal right, Napster. right, right. Oh, I definitely understand. Um, yeah. that. What what is the difference between say something like Napster, which I think uh, people have a a relatively okay understanding of, and something like BitTorrent, which is what I believe people use today.
0: It is. So the big thing to know is, again, peer-to-peer sharing is both Napster and BitTorrent, right? And what you need to know about Napster is kind of how these peers were set up with one another. Napster relied on a central server to set people up. So basically, if I searched for my ludicrous song, Napster would help me find a user who had it or claimed to have it, and then it would pair me up with them over its server, and we would exchange our data. I would get the song from that person. The central server is the key here because that's sort of the legal argument that eventually destroyed Napster, is they were the ones facilitating this illegal activity. BitTorrent is a protocol, which means it's not a software or anything like that. It's just a way that you can share files. And it is different from Napster because instead of relying on a central server... BitTorrent takes a file, a torrent, and splits it up across thousands of people around the world. So you're not just getting a file from one person. You're getting it from thousands of people, all of whom have little bits and pieces of the file. And the torrent comes together eventually and is reorganized into the file you want.
1: Wait. So when I was using, when I was not using Napster, but (laughs) theoretically was using Napster as a child. Allegedly. Yes. That was with a direct contact? Like, it was downloading from...
0: You were getting it from a specific person. That
1: is crazy to me.
0: Yeah, I know. It's nuts. And that's what ultimately... (laughs) I mean, I'm sure, you know, people have been taken down. Like, the FBI has showed up at people's homes, regardless of Napster. But yeah, now it's a crazy idea to think that you would even remotely open yourself up to this legal risk.
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. So I, I think we should also probably clarify here... When we use the word peer, it is, like, the loosest possible version of the word peer. Like, peer sounds like, oh, like, we work at at the same company and we talk sometimes. Yeah. Like, this is like...
0: Well, you know, I I kind of like to think of it as, like, we're all operating in this happy commune of torrenting.
1: Oh, wow. That is the most socialist thing.
0: We're all sharing the data and we're all equal.
1: I mean, I I like this. I, I too, enjoyed the film Hackers. Um, Okay, so how is peer-to-peer file sharing different than how information is given to us on our normal internet usage, like when we load a website?
0: It comes down to servers. If you surf the web—wow, I can't believe I just said surf the web—
1: if no, you, no, no. People love surfing the web <laughs> while watching hackers.
0: <laughs> if you go to a website like TheVerge.com mm. and you load verge.com, your computer is talking to The Verge's servers. If you want to download something, you're getting it from a specific server. If you want to download a Facebook photo, you're downloading it from Facebook's server. That is normal internet usage. But peer-to-peer file sharing, especially torrenting, isn't relying on that central server. You're getting it from thousands of people... It's coming from everywhere. You're not getting it from a specific source.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a horror movie now. Okay, so say somebody was curious about torrenting and they wanted to give it a try in some legal fashion. Mm-hmm. What do people need to, to, to basically begin torrenting?
0: BitTorrent, as I mentioned, was a protocol, right? That's just how things... It's like the rules. It helps explain how things work. You need a client or software to get a torrent file to open up and download. I can tell you that one torrent client is called uTorrent, for example. The software itself is legal. It depends on what you do with that software that changes things, but we can get to that later. So you're going to need that. And also you might want a tracker, which is basically like a URL, which is telling your client where to find these files. It's like a roadmap for the client.
1: Okay. So how, how big is this chameleon? Because it sounds like the, the success of a torrent Is directly connected to the scale of the community.
0: Right. You want... The whole point of torrenting is it's basing its success off the fact that if there are more people with this file, you're going to get it faster, as opposed to just relying on one connection, which could go down due to traffic or too many people trying to access it. So yes, you do want a lot of people. And it's hard to get exacts because obviously most of these people are doing illegal things. They don't want to be found. But... I've heard that around 20 million Americans are expected to pirate music, around a fifth of the world's population. Uh, it is it is hard to say, but I will say that the one of the biggest albums this year, The Life of Pablo by Kanye West, shout out, was said to have it torrented 500,000 times before it came to Spotify. So Damn. that's a <laughs> dent, right?
1: Yeah, that's... If those I...
0: 500,000 people had... Down or purchased Kanye's album, that would be a lot of money for him.
1: Yeah, and that even sounds small to me. Right, like that is it, just a
0: rough estimate. I'm sure it's more. Who yeah. knows how accurate these numbers are?
1: Okay, the, the the big question: What if any of this is is legal, or, or or in what ways is it illegal?
0: So torrenting is legal. The using BitTorrent is a legal protocol. It's not like it's doing something illegal inherently, but. If you use it to infringe on someone's copyright or basically steal content, then yeah, you're probably operating in an illegal realm. I don't recommend it unless you love the FBI showing up at your doorstep, but there are legitimate torrents. I think Radiohead actually released some of its their music through a torrent, and other labels have released their music through torrents. It's a way to download big files, and some, they maybe recognize that, hey, people are going to be downloading our music. We might as well give it to the people and see if they come see us live or something like that.
1: I mean, is there an argument that it also helps you dodge like serving content, right? Like if you have a big file, mm-hmm. and you had to serve, I don't know, a four gig file to
0: yeah, I, tens
1: or hundreds of thousands of people, it would be cheaper to just yeah, have I'm
0: pretty sure video game companies have done that as well with patches <clears> and things
1: this makes so much sense um okay let's talk it about it is effective business. it's
0: fast there's a reason people want to do it
1: yeah the 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 impact that this has had on on business can you can you give a few examples i mean besides kanye west
0: yeah i mean that's a great example obviously if you were selling an album for ten dollars <laughs> that's a lot of <laughs> money that kanye lost out on and obviously we all know that the government has really come for these companies napster was shut down now the FBI does try to hunt people down. But at this point, it's kind of at a, I would say, almost a stagnant zone because BitTorrent does still exist and so do the clients. And there's going to be the legal argument of whether they are operating in an illegal zone because they're encouraging infringement, right? That's kind of what the legal argument hinges on. And right now, people still are torrenting. The Pirate Bay still exists, even though some of its founders have been prosecuted. The Pirate Bay is a big torrenting website for those of you who don't know but yeah people say it's billions of dollars lost jobs even some people say well there's not as many musicians in the world now because they don't even attempt to be a musician as a career because they know they're not going to make money
1: which is wildly false yeah like, i mean there's there, there are more artists in the world now than right there ever totally been. but but that yes that is like the like cliche there there are fewer probably like people who aspire to be pop stars i think would probably
0: right be. i think that if you're an artist giving your stuff away for free is kind of part of the model at this point
1: yeah and i mean that's that's a deeper thing but like the the strange thing of all this is the idea of making money as a popular artist is like a thing that lasted 50 years Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) like
1: (laughs) that was it wasn't a thing people were and in in any large part were doing until the 1940s 1950s Mm -hmm. when like Content was locked on. Th- this is not my defense. This sounds like I'm. I'm realizing. No, but like a, you do have to. Damn people. the man! You but gotta like, see it, both sides. Yeah the I, the idea of locking uh, art into like containable packages that are also owned by companies is a very uh, new phenomenon, and in the grand timeline of things very small.
0: A really quick, interesting note is that we have seen the resurgence of vinyl, which I think does speak to kind of this idea that maybe artists will start making money again. Also, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, that whole streaming battle is going to be very interesting too.
1: Can I can I confess something to you? Yes. All of the albums that I may have illegally downloaded while I was in high school? Allegedly. N- uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> Now that I have an income, mm-hmm. I have allegedly bought all of those albums on vinyl mm-hmm. out of guilt.
0: Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, I would hope that people who torrent pay it forward in other ways. Yeah.
1: I think I think that's fair. Um let's let's talk about positives, I guess, mm-hmm. to to kind of put a bow on this other than pirating movies and music what are some of the other uses of peer-to-peer sharing platform basically
0: you can use it for patches big patches for software and things like that when you want to get something out on the internet to a bunch of people all at once this is a pretty effective way to do it also you can use it for public works things that are already out in the open like Shakespeare or something or your own property that's a great thing too Would not advise at all considering sharing a Paramount film or something like that.
1: Or HBO.
0: (laughs) There are legal ways to torrent, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, the thing that I I was thinking about this while I was prepping this show is things that people don't want to touch. Snowden file. Like, Mm -hmm. any type of uh, leak Mm -hmm. (laughs) pertaining to the government. It seems like torrenting has been a tool for that. Because most servers won't want to host it. But... It can be shared through other means
0: yeah that's a really great point, and definitely I mean it, it is worth noting that torrents aren't totally anonymous if someone wants to find you they probably can but it is a good point that yeah this sort of is a better way to disperse some of that more controversial material
1: this what a what a strange episode <laughs> of dodging legal landmines um thank you for for joining us on the show
0: yeah thanks for having me
1: uh thank you to our producer andrew marino who kept the show going while i was away that was actually his voice i wasn't even here for the last two episodes um thanks to ritani for sponsoring today's episode buying an engagement ring check out ritani All of their rings are handcrafted in New York. Shop online, and they'll ship overnight to you or a Ritani jeweler close to you. You design a ring, they handcraft it, and you see it in store for free. Plus, they offer no hassle returns. It is that easy. And this month, they're giving away a diamond. That's right, a diamond. Go to R-I-T-A-N-I dot com slash tech. You spell tech T E C H today for the free diamond giveaway, and that's it. You know what? You have you have lasted this long Uh, first through a great episode, and second through uh, me not knowing how to uh, read ads. Uh, That you're probably one of the good people who would go to iTunes and leave a review for this show. It goes so far in getting the show to more people, and we appreciate it tremendously. And then a thank you to you. That's it. Until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.